0: Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us out of bounds as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. check mahogany
0: dashboard i do the dashboard gas to the floor i'm pressing fast forward i race an ass car transport just what you asked for don't ask me what i asked for if you can't answer now who them zans for i pop dance for muscle relaxation i'm a patient pick up the pace when i feel too adjacent to who i'm
1: racing yeah i'm spacing i'm spacing out oh you faded i'm faded out oh you made it i made
0: Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. This podcast is the full show for today's episode. We have a great show lined up. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. I'm joined with Big Baby Jonathan from the Big Baby Sports Podcast. How you doing,
1: man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on again. It's been a while, man. I'm excited to be on your show again.
0: It's definitely been a while. It's been way too damn long. I'm ready to get this Laker talk started, mm-hmm. so let's just hop right into it. Lakers are, um, just tied the series last night uh, with the Houston Rockets. We we're both one-one uh, mm-hmm. in the Western Conference semifinals. Uh, we got some unlikely help from a lot of our key contributors. Like, how do you feel about um,
1: how we're looking right now going into Game Three? Overall, we look like we get Game One. We got punched in the mouth. We took a hit, and then we. Bounce back. That's what a great championship teams do. They get punched in the mouth. LeBron stepped up yesterday. AD, Marquise Morris. Everybody stepped up, and when LeBron's aggressive and scores thirty points, the Lakers are twenty, I believe twenty-one twenty-three and one. When that happens,
0: I really like um, how aggressive LeBron had gotten down the stretch because we got up by twenty-one points before halftime, and we. You know, we was rolling, and I was really uh, surprised how the bench came in and contributed. Like you said, Marquise Morris uh, came in and hit a a few critical threes. Um, He was 4-5 from three. Um, That's about 80%. You know, I, I never even thought that was in him. I was always down on him. I didn't know exactly what we had in him until, like, we needed him the most with this series. I did notice one other thing. I'm not sure if you noticed that. Dwight Howard did not play last night. Um, Javale McGee um, only played what eight minutes. Mm-hmm. He didn't score a basket at all, but he did get injured. But I like how Frank Vogel. The bigs are going to have to sit out on this one mm-hmm. because um, mm-hmm. they're going to have to match up with these with this small ball and get up and down the floor with this team. This team likes to run fast. They like to you know get you know a lot of points in a short period of time. I like what the the lineup looks like right now currently um, without the bigs. Um, Rondo oh my god like let's talk about Rondo's impact like even though he didn't score a whole lot of points his impact on the game was there how do you feel about Rondo?
1: Rondo playing at the highest level right now love his defense you know love his facilitating you know and he was guarding James Harden a couple times where he pickpocketed him you know I like that defense and uh just something that we've been missing you know. For a minute, you know. what I mean, I'm excited Rondo's back, and I'm excited that he's contributing at the highest level. Do you think this is are we
0: are we witnessing playoff Rondo right now?
1: Uh, not yet. I feel like it's just he's warming up. Just you know? warming up.
0: Yep. Okay. So, I defensively, I like what what they did on what Russell Westbrook. I feel like we got in his head a little bit. Um, he only scored ten points. If you can uh, hold Russell Westbrook to ten points, that's you did a great job. Mm-hmm. We know how explosive he can be offensively. So, how do you think we were able to hold him to ten points?
1: We just let him uh, shoot the mid-range. Just let him shoot. You know, backed off because when he drives to the basket, he's effective. He's hella effective. You know what I mean? Really effective. Love his defensive energy. You know what I mean? You know.
0: So I feel like James Harden. I mean, he. I mean, he seemed like he got it going a little later as well. Um, his stat line: he was six or twelve. Uh, so that's about 50%, four away from um, the three-pointer, so he was 50% across the board. Uh, but we didn't start seeing him until like late in the game. Um, but this offense, like I said, they get really hot really fast, mm-hmm. but they also have another side to them where they get really cold really fast. So I like how Frank Vogel identified how this team is. I think the first game was like a fill and process. Yeah. I think we're ready to, for the rest of the series where we're able to you know take our time and, and dissect this team and know what, because we know what they are. They live and die by the three pointer. They like to score really fast. And what we're going to do is slow it down to our pace and we can wrap up this series and it'll be on to the Western Conference
1: Finals. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Houston lives and uh, dies by a three. And they're trying to do that goal in state where they shoot hella threes. You know, sometimes they can make a lot, sometimes they miss. It's a hit or miss on any given night. You know what I mean? And for the Lakers, force them to drive. Force Westbrook to drive, force Harden, force the. I'm tired of the Lakers just standing there watching them shoot the three. Unacceptable. You know what I mean?
0: I agree with you on that. That we're, that we're going to have to basically um, get up on some of those three pointers because they're just free falling with three pointers. I mean, this team, you know, everybody on that team can shoot threes. Mm-hmm. This was the reason why this team was constructed the way it was because. They want to run fast. This is why you made the deal in February to get rid of Clint Capella and uh-huh. go smaller. They want to get that ball up and down the school, uh, up and down the floor as fast as possible. That fast seven-second offense, like boom, 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 this is what they want to do. And a lot of teams have struggled trying to stop them from what they want to do. You're not going to see a whole lot of half-court sets with this team. You're just going to see them just running up and down the floor and trying to score really, really fast. And... Up until now, I mean, you could just tell like this is what you know they're gonna do, and you're gonna be able to have to stop it, or or you're just gonna be out. You're gonna lose the game, and we don't really have the shooters like that to contend with them. So we're really gonna have to lock down on defense.
1: Yeah, we gotta lock down defense and just play as a group and as a unit. Talk on defense. If you get beat, don't put your head down. Just fight through it. You know, we're we're gonna have one of those games where nothing goes our way. We just gotta. Grind it out. Keep pushing. That's how I feel. And uh, shout out to uh, Markeith Morrison. Shout out to everybody that contributed well last night. You know, I love what LeBron did in the fourth quarter, but in that third quarter, it was I didn't like it. We fell asleep defensively. Three straight breakdowns. Eric Gordon, two straight threes, and P.J. Tucker in the corner. That got him back in the game, and that's unacceptable. What you think about that third quarter?
0: The third quarter, we came out flat. They uh, came in and... Uh, scored really quick. They scored nine quick points, like, really quick. Yeah. I was uh, doing, a, uh, like, a brief, like, podcast with Daniel Tess last night. Yeah. And we were talking, and the Lakers was up, like, 17 points at the half, and then they got back, and then they was, um, they, you know, probably, like, 10 minutes in, maybe, maybe five, 10 minutes into the quarter, they was down by six or seven points, and I was like, man, what's going on? Like, we couldn't get shots. I was like, you know, they just basically getting whatever they want to get, and... You know, we basically was at their mercy when it came to them shooting threes. But, you know, just like I said, they got cold. We capitalized, and I knew in the fourth quarter, once LeBron put his head down, start getting into those lanes, nobody can stop a driving LeBron. Nobody.
1: Hmm. Yeah, most definitely. You know, when LeBron's engaged, attacking, it's he's, it's easy for him. But sometimes he'll pass, 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 and like I keep saying, throws the off his game. I'm very critical of LeBron. I'm just keeping it real. Everybody thinks I hate LeBron. I don't. I just got to keep it real. And a lot of LeBron fans stop babying LeBron if he has a bad game, which he didn't. But if he does, stop babying him. He did good last night. I you know, love what he did offensively. Defense, he's, he's playing defense on Harden and on Westbrook. You know what I mean? I love that energy from LeBron, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, not just standing around with your ha- hands on your hips and just looking around. No. Give him the ball and clear out. Get out the way. Same with AD. He That's what he did. It's too easy for him. You know he's six ten. Get out of my way. You know, as a big fellow on the Lakers, you gotta dominate regardless of who's in your way. That's how I feel. What you think?
0: Yeah, I mean he's he, he, like I said. Like you, you know, you got LeBron. He has a size advantage. Mm-hmm. Nobody on that team, if you know, whoever switches off on him, they're gonna it's gonna be a, a supreme disadvantage. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of the best drivers in the NBA when it comes to him driving the basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we got Rondo back because I like I love seeing LeBron off the ball a lot more. Man. And just, just the impact of Rondo, that was an interesting stat that I kind of wanted to to share with you. Um, that I was looking up before the uh, the podcast actually started, um, and basically said the Lakers made eleven of five, eleven to fifteen shots off of Rondo's passes last night. That's a score of twenty eight points. So it, it's a kind of a weird effect, but that that effect he affected twenty eight points um, off of his passes. I mean, like, you cannot deny um, what this guy represents once he's on the floor. He's a veteran. He's won a championship um, under the great coach Doc Rivers. Mm -hmm. Um, Shooting-wise, I didn't like him taking a bunch of wild, erratic threes. They're basically giving him space. He only made one. Um, He was one of five from three. I really don't like Rondo shooting about basketball. But his impact on the court is there. Um, He had nine assists. I mean, his his impact is there. There is a such thing as the playoff Rondo. There's a such thing as the Rondo effect. I mean, he yeah. just affects winning. So I feel like they activated him at the right time. He matches well with his Houston Rocket team, and we can do a lot more with Rondo out there and LeBron off the ball.
1: Yeah, 100%. Rajon Rondo is a talented veteran, and I love his game. You know, I love his ability to pass the ball. And then, two, Le- LeBron doesn't have to play point all the time. That's why Rondo is back. And also, too, Alice Caruso barely played last night. You know? Alice Caruso barely played last night. Rondo took his minutes and If Rondo can hit shots, and if you leave him open, he'll knock a couple down. I know he only made one last night. But if you leave him open, if you say go ahead and shoot Rondo, he can he can make you pay. You know, he can get hot like that. You know, so I love Rondo's veteran leadership, his championship proven. You know, and I expect Rondo to improve each game. Won't be surprised tomorrow. He has 15 points, 8 rebounds tomorrow with 3 steals. Yeah,
0: like I said, I'm not really high on Rondo scoring the basketball. I like his uh, impact, what he what he does when mm-hmm. he's out there, the other little small things defensively and getting guys where they need to be. Um, that's what you need in a veteran point guard like that. Um, yeah, Caruso took a step back with his minutes. I think he only had 25 minutes. He only scored two points. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, listen, I, I like Caruso. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like his energy. I like his hustle. Yeah, this is the playoffs. Like like we need to see more J.R. Smith. Why did we get Dion Waiters if you're not going to play him? He's only he only played 2 minutes. I know he got hurt, but they they don't play him much. I mean, what is what is what's is the problem? Why are they not playing these guys?
1: Maybe Frank Vogel likes to go off of momentum and rhythm. Maybe he just doesn't want to throw off the rhythm that he has with the other rotations, you know? And he, a lot of Lakers fans thinking are uh, a lot of like your fans think he's doing what Luke Walton did with the rotation. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I didn't really like the hire. Mm. And, and, and I really didn't because you hired a guy that LeBron pretty much tormented his whole entire coaching career.
1: Mm.
0: You know, be it Indiana, be it Orlando. Mm-hmm. He had to run into LeBron James' led team. Mm-hmm. And so you got the coach that I constantly beat, that's never beat me. He's behind. He's the coach. But we know that LeBron is the closet coach of this team. Yeah. But I wasn't really high on the hire. There has been some really questionable personnel decisions that's out there on the floor. Like, why is this guy getting so many minutes over this guy? Why didn't you put this guy in? What was your What was your thought process when you made that move to have Kuzma? Out there so long, or didn't start Kuzma. Like, what is what's the thought process? But last night, he found it. No bigs. We're gonna go small too, and we matched up well. Mm -hmm. So he had a good lineup last night. I look forward to seeing more of that.
1: Yeah, most definitely, man. I like that small lineup. You know, AD playing along with Marquise Morris, Kuzma's in there, and Kuzma was uh, wasn't settling for. Three's he was driving to the basket, even though he missed a couple shots, he gets his own rebound, put it back up. You know, a lot of the players last night put their head down and drive. That's what we need to do against this Houston Rocket team because Houston Rocket has well, the best defense in the bowl, and it's it's tough. They're a tough defensive team. PJ Tucker, Robert Covington, Robert Covington was a good pickup for them. You know, a lot of people as soon as they check Capella, oh, it's not gonna work. You know, we gotta give Dan Tony some credit. You know, we gotta give credit where credit, credit, dude not Dan Tony's preaching defense, and it's it's crazy, man. That's how I feel. It's crazy. Mike D'Antoni preaching defense. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I I I never envisioned that myself. I mean, the reason why you see this whole entire team um, and buying in with on the defensive end because James Harden has been playing defense, Mm -hmm. which is kind of hard to explain. You know, once you get your leader, the basketball team um, playing defense, everybody just pretty much falls into place after that.
1: Yeah, James Harden playing defense, even Westbrook too. It's just crazy how the, this layoff that had four or five months, they worked on that priority right when they got to the bubble. So Houston is a tough defense team, but I feel like the Lakers have this size advantage with AD and LeBron. Nobody can guard any of these two guys on the, on Houston, not nobody. You now it's easy for Anthony Davis and LeBron, man. It's too easy for him. So I'm looking forward to game three tomorrow, man. I'm excited.
0: So, um, let's reverse fields a little bit. So, what about the rest of the playoffs? What do you think about what's going on with Giannis and the Bucs? Is it unfair to say that Giannis doesn't have any help? They're going to get bounced? Because last night, it looked like Giannis does have help. Hmm. And they play better without him. What do you think about that? What do you think about that notion that they play better without Giannis?
1: That means he's leaving. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, just somebody had to step up in Kupo's absence. You know, he sprained his ankle. Chris Middleton said, let me take over. I got this. So, he does have help. I don't know why people say he doesn't, you know, just because they lose. But he might not play them, I think, tomorrow or Wednesday, his ankle. But if they win tomorrow or Wednesday, then it's going to be interesting. You know what I mean? So, I just expect that. I feel like Milwaukee has, like, confidence. Now, okay, we won one game. Now, let's see what we can do. You know, it's going to be an interesting game. I'm excited to see that game continue. Do you think
0: um, Milwaukee is the favorites in the Eastern Conference?
1: Before the— no, nah, I think it has to go with Miami. Miami's playing tough. Jimmy Butler, Gordon Dragic, Tyler Hero, De- Duncan Robinson, Bam out Bayou. They're talented. They play great defense. You know, doll off the bench, you know, Kendrick Nunn, all them, they play great. And uh, I feel like Jimmy Butler ha- is the main reason that they're there right now, up 3-1. You know, him taking big shots, talking mess. That's something that Miami Heat team needs over there, so... If if Miami beats Milwaukee, which I think is going to happen, I feel like Miami can get to the finals, in my opinion.
0: So why do you think they lost this game? They were so hot, they figured out Giannis. Did you think they t- just let their foot off the uh, the gas pedal once he left out?
1: Yeah, I feel like that happened. They feel like they underestimated Milwaukee with that Giannis, and they just fell asleep. It happens. Playoffs, they finally uh, they finally lost in the bubble in the playoffs because they were undefeated. They were, I think, 8 no. now they're 8-1. and it happens, you know, so I feel like Miami's going to do the right adjustments. Um, Eric Spolster's going to do uh, the right things and then get Miami back to rolling.
0: So do you think the game is just going to be, uh, it's gonna be um, over in five?
1: We'll, we'll see when they play, you know. But I think feel, I feel like Milwaukee has a puncher's chance because sometimes Miami gets cold from the field and then Milwaukee gets hot, you know. Chris Milton, a bunch of big shots. Broke Lopez get three, so it can happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the playoffs. I've seen some crazy things happen in the postseason. You know, like, unlikely people stepping up. Um, so it's going to be uh, very interesting. Um, let's talk about these
1: Clippers. Oh, Clipper fans! I can't hear you. You were talking after we lost game one, and then you lose. You Where you at? Clipper dare where you at? Oh, yeah, you're hiding. Like you always do. Come on now.
0: So, <laughs> do you think... The Clippers are in trouble, or do you think they're going to go
1: ahead and wrap this up? I had Denver not winning one game, zero games, but they proved me wrong. But knowing the Clippers, they're gonna, they're gonna, Kawhi's gonna get off tonight, and Denver's not gonna do anything. I, I got uh, keep it real, Denver. I'm uh, not Denver. Clippers four one.
0: Okay, so um, do you still uh, pick them to the, the face of the Lakers? Do you think? Let me ask you this question: Do mm-hmm. you think that the league wants Lakers Clippers? And do you think that it's got to be some kind of little, um, you know, thing working behind the scenes where these two teams are guaranteed to
1: meet up? Yeah, that's what everybody's saying, but... It just go. seems like it. Yeah. I, I can't.
0: Yeah. Right right now, both of their series are tied up. I'm watching it really closely because I just, I mean, I don't know, man. It just It just kind of seems kind of like surreal because I'm like... I'm looking at both series. I'm, I looked at that Dallas series, especially that's when I really put my eyes on that Dallas series, how, what they did to Porto Zingas, because they should have at least won three games, the first game and uh, the, the, the second game they lost, but the, the, the game three, and uh, also um, I believe game four. Mm-hmm. they should have they won at least three. I didn't you know I, didn't, I really wasn't confident about them picking them, them to win the series, but they at least should have won three games.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, man. Dallas, uh, Dallas should have won three, maybe won the series because if they had Porzingis have been a different story. But Clippers are a dirty team. You see Morris try to injure uh, Luka Doncic. Yeah, I did see He pushed them and stuff. I guarantee, if that was one of our players on Lakers doing that, they would suspend him quick. Oh yeah, you know, you, definitely. You, you got to, you, and the NBA and the league needs to stop being soft on the Clippers. If they're doing something that's not right, suspend them. And these media outlets need to stop babying these Clippers. Talk, talk. Talk to them, criticize them. Y'all scared to. Does Steve Bomber pay you to say something in the media or summer or what? It seems like
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Um like I said, I I, I, I do I mean from a fan's perspective, I do want to see Lakers and Clippers. I mm-hmm. want I want us to go ahead and, you know, put this 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 to bed. Let's uh-huh. go ahead and insert our dominance. We're the team to beat in LA. We are the, the the presumptive champions of this this, this this year's championship. And we just need to make sure that we uh, get that understood.
1: Mm-hmm. 100% man. Because I actually want the Clippers. Because if we beat them, I don't want to hear any excuses from anybody. You know what I mean? And we have the size advantage. Nobody can guard Anthony Davis on Clippers. Nobody can guard LeBron. I know they have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Montrose Herald, Patrick Beverly. Really? You see what we played them last time. Before the pandemic hit, Le- LeBron went by everybody easy and ones get contacts over Paul George laid it up. Even he went by Kawhi. It's like, come on, man! LeBron. I think LeBron turns up each round and each game, so I expect Lakers to get this series done quick and then so they can have more rest. But here's the thing, real quick: Have you noticed the last two opening rounds? Game one we lose and then we go like undefeated, kind of. Yeah. I think that. I think that's our mo now, like our uh, routine. Well,
0: they—they, they, I, I know that that they ha- they it's a fill in out process. Like, let me just test this out see what's going on, you know. Once we get everything, it's this—it's it's a filling out process. So mm-hmm. I kind of predicted them to lose that first game because oh, yeah. based on that theory, because I I kind of put put my mind on that, what because what we did to Portland, mm-hmm. you know, of course with Damian Lillard uh, actually getting hurt and not being able to play. Mm-hmm. That helped out too, but the last game that they played, they kind of struggled with CJ and company too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this Lakers team is it's a very strange team the way it's put together, but they they they're right on schedule in my book where they need to be. I know that you, I know I, I, I follow you on Facebook. You're very critical of LeBron James. I get it. You have a lot of passion, but they're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. definitely gonna be all
1: right. I think that they got a handle on this. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of LeBron fans seem too critical. Well, you're a you gotta do. You gotta become great. Well, you gotta have greatness in the sense of performing. If you have zero points in the fourth quarter, unacceptable. No, it's not his fault. Like they baby him. A lot of LeBron fans baby LeBron. No, I don't play that. You gotta criticize somebody. You know, don't be scared. You know. Even when Kobe was, even when Kobe was a Laker, and I watched Lakers, he sometimes he would do things I didn't like, and I was like, "Kobe, got to do better." And he did that stuff better, you know. So it's like, as a fa- as a fan, we can't have every right to criticize these players. A lot of the media outlets put babying LeBron and t- you know criticize. You know that's your opinion. Just you know, don't be soft like Charmin media. Come on now, criticize LeBron if he has a bad game.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, zero points in the fourth quarter. AD does the same thing too. Sometimes, yeah, like I don't yeah. understand, like. You're the superstar of mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, this team is a storied franchise, mm-hmm. and you know what that represents. You know what kind of cattle kind of player that you are. You know why we got you here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the to win the first round. Mm-hmm. No. It wasn't to win the second round. It wasn't even to win the Western Conference final. It was to win the championship. Completed. Mm hmm and if you're falling short on certain games or whatever then you need to whatever your, your external motivation is whatever it is that's going to get you up for each game do it because it's going to take everything it's we're already in a unique circumstance a lot of people say this playoff run doesn't count because it's in the bubble sbs this 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 definitely does count because of the degree of difficulty i've said it before it's really tough on these players' mental to go out there and compete like mm-hmm. it is without any fans, without, you know, being, you know, close proximity to their family members. I do think the, the family members finally made it to the bubble, which is a good thing. So hopefully some of the, the you know, the, the guys respond back to, you know, that, would, you know, have, seeing some of their family members. But it's it's tough. Like, you know, if you mm-hmm. put yourself in those, those guys' position, mm-hmm. how they have to, you know, go out there and compete under those circumstances, not being able to go home, staying there with one spot, you know, it's you know, you get the feel that they've like got some kind of cabin fever going on because they're like stuck in that bubble. And mm-hmm. it it does affect the game.
1: Yeah. Also too before I forget, um uh, I I don't know if you noticed this. How come players get to have family members but coaches can't? Mike Malone was talking about that and he said the NBA needs to do a better job on that.
0: Ah man, like I did see that. I do I do know that players are able to, to have their their family there, I'm not sure why they didn't allow coaches to have them.
1: Yeah, It's not right. That's, they gotta do better, man. They really gotta do better because it's, it's like, come on, man. I mean, yeah, really, like,
0: honestly, what do you expect from the NBA? They've done everything they possibly can to salvage this season. They've done everything they, they possibly know to do. They're not gonna get everything right. They spent $175 million for this season to be saved. That's man. a lot of money and just, you know, they got everything, you know, pretty much mapped out. It's it, They're going to miss something because this is very unique. This is probably the only season where we're going see to see this. We're going to be talking about this for years to come. I think the NBA did a phenomenal job getting yeah. this thing together, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, they can't please everybody. Somebody's going to be pissed off about something. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to complain about something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the NBA has done you know, an exceptional job with what they've had and what they did just to com- – salvage this season because they was gonna to have to go back to the table, and, you know, renegotiate the CBA, and people was gonna lose a lot of money, um, you know, due to this season not being continued. So the NBA did, the, you know, the best it could, and I, and I, I don't really have a complaint myself. I mean, there's some things that we wish that we could, they could have done better. Yeah, we can talk about it, but the NBA has done an exceptional job, in my opinion, um, in terms of getting this season restarted. And us, you know, being able to watch live sports again is phenomenal.
1: Yeah, they did a good job, and I uh, like what they're doing with the bubble. And, and the, the other sports should take. Oh, yeah. oh man, what's going on, Daniel What's going on? What's going on? Man, what's up, man? Hey, it's,
2: it's, you know me, just chilling, just maintaining, enjoying, enjoying, enjoying the beautiful Labor Day. Yeah. I think it's a Sunday.
1: I can't because it's smoky outside of my house right now. In the sense
2: that there's smoke. Oh, because of the forest fires and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was for the Lakers' offense yesterday, but hey, you know what I mean? Far the same thing to me right now. Um, so, yeah, um, I enjoyed the game yesterday. I had fun watching it. Um, I was happy for LeBron and AD finally coming up playing aggressive. That's what we need. That's the energy that we need every game. You know, mm. like we had this conversation all the time. We had a conversation before when they played the Blazers and stuff and what we needed them to do, and then they do it, but then they go back and forth, man. It's like, listen – there's no fans. There's no home court advantage in this bubble, okay? So, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that the Lakers need to be more, you know, get stay focused, keep their mind in the game and stuff like that so no no unfortunate nonsense happens, you know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's just my opinion on that right now.
0: So, um, since we got you on here, Dan, what do you think about the Rondo
2: effect? Listen, man, play with Rondo, man, it's a thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. I was reading about some fans was mad because he took Caruso's minutes, right? But you know, Caruso—he's young, man. He's still—he's still too young. He's still too young, you know. To to win, to win in this league, you need veterans, man. You know what I'm saying? You need you need a point guard, somebody that's going to take the. You can see how great LeBron was when he was off the ball, you know? And then like Rondo has the has the respect to tell LeBron. You know, move, move. I got this, move. Get the ball to somebody that's hot. You know what I'm saying? Like what he did with Marcus with um, Marcus Morris, or Marquise Morris, whichever one of the Morris twins that was on fire yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that matters, you know, in these games. So, like, it was – I'm I'm happy for Rondo, man. I'm happy. He always showed up. Listen, you got a championship. And, you know, we still got fans still, um, you know, still doubting him because of how he played in the regular season. You know, when you get at a certain age, at a certain level in the NBA, man, you're only really working towards – well, in traditional NBA sense, April, May, and June. You know what I'm saying? The postseason, pretty much. You know? Other than that, you know what I mean? Like just, just let these players, you know, get their bodies right, you know, that they, they way of maintenance and everything like that. And then it always it always comes through at the end. So I'm really excited for how the rest of the series is gonna go. Um, but I wouldn't be too confident yet. It's gonna be a dog fight. Houston's still dangerous because they shoot a lot of threes and they can make a lot of threes. They got, like, you know, multiple people that can make three or four threes in a single game. So still got to be, you know, still got to be focused and everything like that. You know what I mean? As great as the Lakers play defense on the three-point line, it's it's still, you know, Houston can still hit a lot of threes. You know, Daniel House hit three in a row or whatever. You know, Eric Gordon, you know, made five or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers, they just got to, you know, um, limit, you know, the airstrikes. You know what I mean? You can't stop it. But you can limit it. You can limit it a little bit, you know?
0: So we, uh, I know that we kind of talked about um, this briefly on your show. Yeah. Which Russell Westbrook, you know, this team is going to come out with. And what do you think about him going four for 15 and being held to only 10 points?
2: Well, there's two Russell Westbrook. There's the Russell Westbrook that you don't want. The, the, the Westbrook that you don't want is the guy that's putting the pressure on the defense, putting the pressure on the referees by attacking the rim, you know, getting to the basket, getting fouls and everything like that, you know, kicking the ball out to open shooters. That's the Westbrook you don't want because when he's like that, he's dangerous. And I don't know why he's not like that, you know, right now. But – and then that other Westbrook, the one that you do want, is the guy that's shooting 4 for 15, that's shooting a lot of jump shots and stuff. You know, um, I was reading something about Westbrook and his jump shots in the bubble he is last and um shooting efficiency in in the bubble and stuff and um, Anthony Davis is second to last but Anthony Davis shooting 45% Westbrook is at like 33 or 32 and stuff so you know just it just depends which Westbrook you want sometimes Westbrook he gets he's a really great player but he gets caught up in his own way too much i've been noticing that i'm like like dog like he remind me of my son you know i'll be telling my son don't don't don't, don't touch that is that pot hot he still want to touch it anyway. So that's how I see Westbrook, man. You know what I'm saying? Like a little, like a little kid. that don't know no better, but Westbrook is like, you know, almost in his 10th year in the league or matter of fact, he probably is in his 10th year in the league, you know, um, you know, so I, I don't understand, you know, why he is the way he is. Why do
0: you think, I, I listened to a press conference. Um, I listened to both of their press conference, Russell Westbrook. He's very arrogant with the media, very standoff. He has his head down like this. And then you have James Harden. He's kind of pretty much. I know you're supposed to do this, um, you know, kind of take off your teammate and say that oh, Russell's gonna be all right. But is Russell really gonna be all right? Because you really don't know what you know what what's going on up there. You never like he's really one of those players that you just cannot figure out. Like, what do you think about you know Russell Westbrook? You know, as you know, his personality and is this like a persona that he's trying to you know um, uh, keep up with, or what is what is his deal?
2: Um, I think with Westbrook, he he damn, she's embarrassed right now. You, you can tell he's definitely embarrassed, right? You know, but this could actually be a be a dangerous Westbrook too. You know what I'm saying? This could be dangerous. You know, once uh, you know NBA player, they go through their slumps, they go through their through the motions and everything like that, but they also come back too. You know, so like this can definitely be dangerous. Westbrook, he just I guess he. I guess he has this love hate relationship with the media. How they talk about him, you know what I'm saying. You know, but the media is always all in the wide open and stuff like that. They talk about him on every show, and they just say whatever the hell they want or whatever. You know what I'm saying. So you know, I, I guess Westbrook, he's probably just standoffish. That's just probably him. I don't think. I don't think it's, it's a it's a persona. I think that's just him. You know, um, but I I think. I just, yeah, like I said, I just think that it's just just a a situation. A lot of people don't want to talk to the media anyway. Like Kyrie don't want to talk to the media and then the media paint Kyrie as this crazy guy. Kyrie happened to be right this entire time about everything that's going on in this bubble and stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to assume that it's just a a media-driven thing. What do you think about that, Big Baby?
0: What do you think about Russell Westbrook?
1: Russell Westbrook is struggling. He's struggling but he'll probably have a better game tomorrow and he just when he attacks the basket he tries to get contact and then he yells at the refs a lot tries to get them to call fouls you need throw technical fouls at him man he'll be throwing his arms yelling at the ref so come on man it's like come on
0: i did have one question and this can be open to anybody um why do you think that they don't ever play tyson chandler at all
2: because he's seven feet, that's why. That's the channel of 6'5", and they'll play him more. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just the way they – that's just how they do things in Houston, man. You know, um, I really want the Lakers to win this thing because this can definitely hurt the the future of the big man if, if Houston beats the Lakers in this series, if Houston wins the, wins the title and stuff like that. You know me, as a big man fan myself, you know what I mean? I still want the big man to be involved, you know what I mean, in, in, in basketball and stuff. You know, they they're taking it – to a real extreme right now. You know what I'm saying? But they're also playing the Lakers tough too. So, you know, I really hope the Lakers stop playing and pull, and, and pull this win out, man. They well, you know this is, is a time.
0: copycat. You yeah, know man. the NBA is a copycat league, you know, so yeah. the teams that are already watching like, okay, how's this working? See how deep they play out run. Because really they was like this close not to coming out that OKC series. Like, we didn't get a chance to really talk about that. But, like, how do you feel about how that shaped out? Like, they, they was this close to being put out by OKC, which I wanted that so bad, like, for OKC. Because they, they they the way the team was constructed, they sent Chris Paul over there to pretty much, like, exile. Like, you can just go over there, like, we can't do nothing with you. You know, you're done. And then they put a bunch of spur parts over there. You don't hear nothing about none of these guys. And they take... Houston Rockets to, game, to, to a game seven and they pretty much in the regular season had the same record. Like, they came out of nowhere. So, what do you think, you know, what would have happened to, what this Russell Westbrook and James Harden if they didn't come out that series like they did?
2: Well, I think that it would have, would have been a hit on, on, on Westbrook if, if OKC okay, um, won that series. And OKC okay, had yeah, every chance to win that series too. You know what I mean? And then Chris Paul, he just, he just, he just, Blew it, you know, which was a proud surprise with CP three because that's that's not him, you know what I'm saying? Because think about it, game six, he was talking about like you know you got to be built for this or you would not or whatever, and then he goes out, then he makes some bonehead plays. I remember he had a play with Eric Gordon, he's trying to dance for Eric Gordon, to get the ball stolen, then he try to go through a soft double team and just broke the play up and stuff. He misses a um he misses a shot um in the lane. You know what I'm saying, um, but if, they, if OKC would have won that game, I think that probably that probably would have ended um, D'Antoni's coaching career. Uh, I think that it would have it would have it kind of would have been the end of you know super small ball basketball and stuff. You know, um, you know, and maybe Westbrook would be probably out of OKC out of Houston and stuff. You know, you never know how Houston is. They'll trade. They'll trade anybody any 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 day. You know what I'm saying? So you know. I don't know, man. I, I, I Like you said, like I was annoyed that he, OKC lost, man. You know, like, you could tell they got a bunch of young guys. If they had another veteran on that team, they would win that game. They would win that game, you know what Definitely. I mean? Definitely, yeah, they would have won him. that game. Oh, my man, Dort, Dort, as good as he played, he made some bonehead mistakes at the end of the game and stuff. Like, instead of just turning around and shooting the ball, you know, you try to throw it, you know what I mean, off of James Harden and stuff like that, you know, that was... That was pretty, you know, bonehead, but um, that's probably pretty much the only bonehead played brought May. I, I, I like his game, you know. I mean, he, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a such uh, a good player. So, but um, yeah, I was, that was a bummer watching him, watching him lose that game. man.
0: Yeah, how how do y'all feel about how big he is? Like, he doesn't look like a basketball player. Like, he's like stocky, and the way he played against James Harden, we've never seen a player. You know, pretty much play James Harden like that. You like James Harden used to just get, to, get in the lane, do what he wants to do, but he wasn't moving Dort like that. He wasn't, you know, like he was winning the whole time. He's a young guy, but he's big.
2: Yeah, Dort, Dort about six three, about 220, 230, You know, um, yeah, he definitely is a, a big guard and stuff. You know, um, like James Harden, he initiates his contact a lot, so the referees see that. So when you initiate contact, they're going they're going to let you play. You know, James Harden he don't really complain like hard fouls. He, he, he look like he see more. He complains on like some some when he's going to the line and stuff like that. But during the during like the defensive like during like defense, like if he's playing physical, he won't complain like that. So the referees just just let it go and stuff, which I enjoyed, especially game seven. You know, what I mean they let it go a lot and stuff. And you know, Dort had a lot of success What, he held him the five or seventeen shooting, five and 19 shooting or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he he, he definitely. He definitely um, did what he had to do. I think Dort has a future in his league, man. You know, I just want him to get his offense up a little bit better. And you know, I do that could be good. You put him in that belly, but uh, you know, um, corner corner three man role. In fact, you know, he, I think he'll be mm. fun.
0: so I want to get y'all's final thoughts on the, before we end the show. Final thoughts. So, what do y'all think about this Denver and Clipper series? Like, how is it going to play out? They play tonight.
2: Yeah. Hey, um, Denver can win this series too. This series is going to come down stars versus stars. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Demar Murray he's still he still got to go off. I, I mm-hmm. think that Denver needs to you know make Demar Murray the number one option on the team. You know what I'm saying? Like Jokic, as good as he is, um, like Demar Murray, something else. Like we've seen what he just did in the previous series against Utah. You know, um, two fifty two fifty point games, back to back to back forty you know forty plus or whatever. You know. Um, you know, that, that that dude Jamal Murray is for real, man. Uh, you know, I said on a previous show, I was looking at his stats. I'm like, yo, he's doing too good to be averaging 18 points a game. You know, I just think that's going to come down to shot making, defense. You know, stars versus stars, because I think everybody else surrounding everybody, um, surrounding the star players are pretty much the same. You know, and um, you know, Jeremy Grant too. He's an X factor for the Denver man because he he got a lot better. You know, Michael Porter Jr. as good as he is, he's only good when he's making shots because his defense is horrible. You know, if he's making shots and he's scoring, you got to keep him on the floor. But it's hard to keep him on the floor because his defense is, is, is trash, man. You know. Um, but like I said, this series can go either way. Like Denver can actually sneak in and, and and do some damage in here.
0: You're tough big baby.
1: I don't get. I said that Denver wasn't gonna win one game. They proved me wrong. But I don't give them any chances. They're done.
2: <laughs> he said that. Mm,
1: watch the watch watch they win the series. Because I say that. Big baby, you can't say they done and not give us no context. Like why yeah. do you
0: think they're done? Like what
1: <laughs> Just I feel like the Clippers are gonna turn up. You got Kawhi, Paul George they're they're gonna make stops and then when oh, wait game. Oh wait, wait
2: when you say Paul George, like wait what? Mean not no. Going... Paul George is K C P right now. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but I just feel like KCP Kawhi... fifty points. <laughs> I just feel
1: like Kawhi's gonna Going turn up and then the team's going to follow and it's just going to be like you, you know Montrose Hill's going to get put backs, yell and scream and you know I'll give Denver a chance to win this game tonight or the series
2: but as good as Montrose Howell is he's still short yeah. you know what I'm saying he can't handle Jokic down there you know what I mean it's different like you see in the game yeah. you see like what Jokic can do he can take you off the dribble he can, he can step outside he mm-hmm. pulls you up you know, like it, it, it's serious. That's what I'm saying. Like it's going to come down to stars versus stars, you know. And yeah. then, like, another uh, extra player steps up. You know. What I
1: mean real quick before I forget, before I end the show, what do you guys think about Stephen Nash being the coach, um, Brooklyn?
2: I think that's. I I, I, like, it. <clears throat> I like it. I like. I know everything is going around with the whole. You know, everybody's trying to put the race into it. Stephen A. Smith was definitely bugging out on that one. Um, but what I will say is this, though they do make a point when they give a lot of black coaches um, projects. And then when it don't work out, they're like, well, we gave you opportunity and you just, like, you blew it. Like, you know, it, it, I don't think we haven't seen a black coach get into a situation like what Steve Nash just got into, mm-hmm. what Steve Kerr got into, you know what I'm saying? So I, I understand that part now. I understand that part. But when it comes to the first time head coaches though, like, you know, first time coaching experience, I think people got to understand that, um, you know, Doc Rivers was a head coach. I mean, he was the first time coach with no head coaching experience. Um, Ty Lue, um, Isaiah Thomas, um, you name it, Jason Kidd, you name it, you know what I'm saying? So, but I, I, I understand that from both sides, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think the race issue, i say the race issue in this one should be like 25%, you know what I'm saying? But I, I understand what everybody says. I understand what everybody says. We need, a, we need a black coach to get to, to get in, you know what I mean, an actual get in on a contending team and coach and see what they do. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I understand that. This understand. this move made
0: a lot more sense than it did on the first because, you know, face, face value for me, seeing it, I'm like, I didn't even know he was even um, looking to be a head coach or, you know, he was doing some things with soccer. He was a consultant for Golden State. And I was like, yeah. this doesn't make any sense. But you get down to the nitty gritty of it. He has two MVPs. He has credentials in this mm-hmm. league as a point guard. It's very hard to get MVPs as a point guard, and he won MVPs di- during uh, Kobe, uh, LeBron. You know these these players were still active and playing. So yeah. he won two back to back MVPs in in the year that probably he shouldn't have been the MVP.
2: Yep,
0: I I, I know that for a fact. So. Now he has credentials to talk to Kyrie, and he'll be able to listen. He was a consultant with Golden State, so he has that rapport with KD. He played in Phoenix with Sean Marks. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, it it fits. It just, you know, how is it going to look? You know, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to build another Golden State like Steve Kerr did? You know, just steps into a coaching role, and they take off? But still, you know, in the NBA, it's more so about managing person guys' personalities because they got a team. That team is going to do all right on the surface anyway. You got you got some pieces that can, that you can work with. They're going to do something because they they've been contending, you know, for the last couple of years, even with less. But can he manage those personalities? That's what I want to see. Kyle Ty- Lou would have fit perfect.
2: I think Steve Nash is going to be like they're going to have an approach where it's not going to be a player culture approach. It's gonna be like a whole committee thing. That's how I feel. I think that this is I think that this is gonna be different. It's gonna be a totally different type of coaching experience with Steve Nash. I don't think he's not gonna get in the way of Katie and Kyrie because he knows how these players play. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, he got a rapport with with Katie. He also has a rapport with Kyrie as well, you know, just being a point guard and stuff like that. I just think that it's gonna be like a whole it's gonna be different. It's gonna be like some 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 new gentrified New way of coaching and stuff like how 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 they doing like with the NBA with small ball is going to be like everybody on that team has a word uh, um, on this team I think it's going to be really different I don't think there's going to be like some action and those things I think that you're going to see you know KD with the with the with the play with the playbook you're going to see Kyrie with the playbook you're going to see Steve Nash with the playbook everybody you know input and everything I, I don't think that's going to be like a traditional type of coach role so I'm excited to see how. To see how it works, I'm 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 excited to see how Kyrie, you know, reacts to it and stuff like that. I'm not believing no reports that's saying that Kyrie is not going to respect these married. They just signed off on it, so like, come on, I don't I don't think it's going to be like that. But I think that you know, we need coaches like, like 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 they said, it's a player's league. You know what I'm saying? So you need you need player type coaches and stuff. You need. You need to coach them like, hey, trust your players and, and, and everything like that. You know, what I mean, hey, you can have the reins, and, and I think I think that's how it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun. I, I can't wait to really see how this thing work out. Do you think
0: this team
2: has a legitimate chance to get to at least the finals or even win it? KD healthy, though. if he's healthy, yeah, they're going to be dangerous, man. You know, they still got Jared Allen. They still got um, you know, DeAndre Jordan can still you know still play at a high level. Um, you know, Caris LeVert just keep that X factor. You know what I'm saying? Spencer Denwoody. You know, they can, and they can even also, you know, flip them. They could flip them. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. AD, AD becoming a free agent, that could be something in play. I kind of heard something like that from somebody or whatever like that, where, like, if AD don't want to, you know, stay in LA, which I hope he do, you know, either Chicago and Brooklyn is in play, but they would do some crazy signing trade, and y'all get some players back or something like that, like Gary Allen and, and Dinwiddie and Levert, or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Um, I hope that don't happen. I want AD to stay in LA. I want AD. He's a superstar. He he's definitely staying in LA. But um, you know, I just think that the Nets, I got them coming out to East next year, regardless, man. Like if Kyrie, is Kyrie ready to go, Katie ready to go, um, that team. Then you seen what they did this year in the bubble. They they dangerous, man. And you got Kyrus Levert. Is Kyrie Levert. If Kyrie and Katie having a bad quarter. Where, you already know Kyron Lavert can um, can take over and, and, and get you points. He's a very underrated playmaker. You know, the, the Nets have a bright, suit, um, bright future. Garrett Allen, you know, great rim protector. DeAndre Jordan, a veteran, you know, um, great rim protector, too, as well. Um, I think the Nets, they still got to get more depth, um, like in the deep part of their bench. But other than that, I think they're fine. They're going to bring Joe Harris back. So they, they, got a nice, they got a nice little thing going on. So you might have to see that that um, – Lakers Nets finals next year, you know?
0: So like how do you like how do you feel? Like you think these guys that you just named, like Keris LeVert, Dinwiddie, and Joe Harris, they just gonna take a back seat when Kyrie and KD healthy? Like yes. they, like this is these these guys play with pride. They ain't gonna oh, wanna I'm do pride that.
2: About, This is Kyrie and K D now. You know what I'm saying? This is different. This is different. What you mean? Yeah, they're gonna have to. You know? Um <laughs> They're gonna to want to play in there. You gotta understand, like this is, this, is, this is Brooklyn. Like you know, what I mean, they, they, they don't, they're gonna be on TV a lot. They're gonna be, you know, what I mean, they're gonna be the the joy of the league and stuff like that. The media is not gonna hurt them. And stuff like if you're playing for the Knicks, it'll be totally different with the media and everything like that. You know, it's a whole new team. They got a whole new everything going on over there in Brooklyn. So yeah, I mean, it's gonna be fun and stuff. You know, I, I think it's gonna be fun with the you know with, with Steve Nash hire and how I think it's gonna be like a community coaching experience. Where like you're gonna have you know Steve Nash as the coach and then um you know Jack Barney is, is the assistant coach and then you're gonna have Kyrie as a starting point guard slash assistant assistant coach and that, as well as shooting too. I think to start that power forward. You know what I'm saying when they come back, you know what I mean I will go at Javon Allen, Katie, Caris LeVert, Spencer, and and Kyrie as my starting five. You know just to get that offense and stuff. You know what I mean and um you know stagger the bench with the starters and everything, but. I just think that um the players ain't going, them players ain't going nowhere. They're gonna they're gonna play with pride and they're gonna have pride and everything like that. But I think that they'll they'll be fine because it's a big opportunity right now.
0: And I think that's um you know I, I just want to see how it looks like next year because I'm a KD fan. I like KD, yeah. so I really want to see you know how he, the injury how he responds back with that. The team is already dangerous without both of them anyway. So you know that's a, that's a good topic that you brought up, big baby um i want to thank both of y'all for coming on the show i mean it's been a long time you know since we did a podcast together i know daniel you probably gonna be on the grind tonight um you know I'm, I'm really um excited to you know see what you got to say after this um this clipper game tonight um who else yeah. playing tonight who else play tonight oh
2: uh, this- Toronto
0: on boston okay yeah i want to see i want to see that game too because i really wanted uh boston to go ahead and wrap this up with toronto but you know it's the it's the nba playoffs <laughs>
2: Yo, it's crazy how life works in time. You know what I'm saying? Like, You could be driving a car. You know how, like, I know I'm about to get off base, but I'm making a basketball thing in a second. Um, You know how, like, you driving a car. Somebody driving a car, then in a split second, you can get into an accident and lose your life. You know what I'm saying? Like that, just like that. Then, look, Um, like, it could be anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then you got Boston had Toronto on the verge of 3-0. And just like that, now it's a series, yo. I think Boston is mentally – I think – I'm not saying Boston's done, but they are shaking right now, you know what I'm saying, because of how the series just turned just like that in, in five days. You know, we was like, Toronto is finished, you know what I'm saying? And then they just come back and got the win, and then they win game four. Now it's like it's 2-2. Two, two. It it's any game, anybody's game. When Toronto's struggling the whole time in the bubble, the Siakam has not shot over 50% yet but He's been struggling. And they right there now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cannot underestimate the heart of a champion, like Rudy Tom Jones just said back in 1995. You know what I'm saying? After the Houston Rockets, man. You know what I mean? Um, you can't do it. You can't do it. So, like, this series right here, you, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, well, I did a, a prediction already, but you really can't pick a winner in, in this series now because of how it is, man. It, it could go anywhere. Tonight's game is a dog fight, though. It's going to be a dog fight tonight. I'm definitely in. Um, I'm gonna definitely lock in. You know, you know, do my halftime shows. If y'all want to come on, you know, y'all more than welcome. Yeah, let out. me know about that halftime show.
0: I definitely yeah. um, hop on
2: there with you. Yeah, definitely. You know, what I mean, always got to represent the brand. They want podcast. Oh look! Oh oh, stuff like that. Oh my God, fed up. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> Hey, There we go. I, I, and it's funny. I just made some new shirts today and stuff too. You know, something put out and stuff. I got one like um, like somebody holding up a sign. It's yeah, like, it's like a it's like a black person holding the sign, but on the side of says "Daniel's podcast." I podcast. Okay. to represent for you today, bro. Yeah, salute, man, <laughs> yeah, you all fed up, man. I see you. I see you with the final call back there, though. Oh
0: yeah, you yeah.
2: yeah. I see you, you building, you building, you building. I see you. I see what you're doing and stuff like that. Shout out to Doctor Elijah Muhammad. Y'all always thought that Doctor Elijah Muhammad looked like Pharrell to me, yo. That's like the yeah. highest, <laughs> black man ever, yo. <laughs> and Louis Farrakhan back there as well, too, yes, man. Sir. Yeah, sure. Always got a build, man. But um yeah, um thanks for having me on the show, man. Always always down to you know break bread with my guys right now. You know, Damn. You, Definitely you
0: appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks, yeah. Big Baby, for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you.
1: Thanks yeah. for having me on, man. You got any final thoughts? Yeah. Laker, Lakers oh, yeah, well. went by 30
2: tomorrow. See? Big baby be wilding, yo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know I be doing that, you know why though.
2: Yo, Big Baby the funniest dude ever, yo. He works he works than you, Corey. You know man, what I'm he, he gotta be realistic though, no, man. We he, I'm, be keep, realistic. I'm
1: keeping I'm keeping it real about LeBron's performance game one he didn't play well.
2: Yeah, but then so that first half he was happy. And <laughs> the second half he was mad again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe emotional. LeBron didn't have to do anything. Everybody was rolling. And but like I said though earlier, like I said about twenty minutes ago when I first came on. How yeah. this Houston was. Remember, it was <laughs> 51 to 67 at halftime. Yeah, Houston hit all threes and got right back into the game. We were just talking about
0: that on yeah. your on your show.
2: They're dangerous, man. That's what I'm saying. Houston is dangerous. Like you can't you can't count them out. Even if they shoot 38, 39 percent from three, they're making 20 of them. You know that's a lot of threes, man. That's a lot of threes. And then they could go on a street, they could go on a stretch where you know three different people hit through two threes in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy how. How they are. You know what I mean? But just imagine if, if, if the Slash Brothers don't even have that much free range shooting threes like that. Like that's you never really noticed that. Like I think the um the Warriors could win a championship with D'Antoni. I think they can do it. That's the small ball team I think they can do it because of you giving Kerry Wait, I don't even think Kerry takes fifteen threes a game. Think about it. Imagine you got Kerry and Clay, both shooting like fifty percent from three, they shooting twenty threes a game. That's that's, that's, you know, take could go off. Anyway. If they're going to do it, this is the year
0: to do it. Yeah.
2: I think, um, you know, so I know we just said about everything. But I always thought that, that's, I mean, that's that, uh, Clay Thompson is the most dangerous on um, warrior. He's more dangerous than Curry. He got all the Warriors scoring record. If you guys notice that, he got all the Warriors scoring record. You know what I'm saying? Everything. You know, um, but uh, that that that. That dude's dangerous, man. That's the one you gotta watch out for. That's Clay Thompson, man. You gotta see
0: cool. how that injury how they injury looking like next year.
2: Oh, you put, all right, cool. But how about this? That injury over a year old now. Yeah. Think about it. The NBA didn't even happen yet. Nobody's doing nothing. Yeah. Oh, we time to hell. So by the time it comes back in December, you heard it in June, right? So yeah. 15, that's 12 months, 13, which is July, 14, August, 15 months, right? And then. December is what? I still another four months away. They're gonna be like yeah. two years without. You know what I mean? They know, with, 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 you know, you um, know, injury from, from injury. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's gonna bounce back. Yeah, all that time. Yeah, we you don't know what I saying. Mean? i And they focus. They got a pick. They can trade that pick. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that better be no. Warriors. They, they might get up to something. I'm, I'm not. I'm, they up to something. They
0: definitely up to, something. Up to something. They got the I,
2: second pick in the draft. What are they going to do? They probably going
0: to. Try, they, that's just trade bait, you know that. They're trying to get some. they going They're going. They're going, they're going probably get somebody um, around their age. they going. They're I hate going that
2: definitely. Giannis thing, though. I, 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 I hate that whole Giannis thing. The only listen. The only way I would want Giannis on my team if Giannis, you want to play center, you want to play center for me. You play center for me. I would love to have you. You put Giannis at the five. It's a rat. If you got somebody that's. That's durable, that's tough. Somebody that can get the rebound and go. Like, you know, like and then you can't, you can't break, you can't build a wall with Giannis on Golden State. You can't. You can't because you have six, seven assists a game. He's going to hit it up. He's going to pass it out. Yeah. You, people, you, you have to play center, though. You have to play yeah. center for the time.
0: Yeah, you, you know? definitely, you definitely will dig yourself in the hole trying to build a wall around him with those yeah. guys on the outside, on the perimeter. you yeah, I got
2: to I got to talk about that. I got to talk about that. Some- that's a that's an actual
0: good top. That's a good analogy you just said. I just thought about that. Like that was actually good. That's good in depth. Like you good at what you do, man. <laughs> it's basketball, man. It's you you know what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. I never thought about that. I've seen that picture floating around in the internet with him in the Warriors uniform. But I was thinking about how they play him, building a wall or whatever. And you dig yourself in a hole with that.
2: Yeah, you done, but You got somebody that can pass. Listen, I, I just want Giannis to play center full time. That's it. Play center full time, we good to go. We good. He got a
0: center's mentality. I don't
2: know. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, 20, 30 points, 14 rebounds, and 6 assists a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, who wouldn't want that? I get it. Like, now I wish Giannis, is, his, his release is too slow. I wish he, he had that, um, that one dribble, two dribble, three dribble pull up in his game. I wish he did. You know, but, okay, you don't want, you don't got it. Cool. You still got a whole other plethora of skills, and you don't even need to post up. You can play five out with him. That's yeah. and then like let him drive, let him pull his head down, let him drive, and then watch you build the wall. Okay. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. It's over. Yeah. What,
1: what, what's that big baby?
2: <laughs> it's over. But Giannis gonna have to act out. He's gonna he gonna have to request the trade. Giannis needs yeah. to
1: work on his jumper.
0: That'll I would be- say
2: Wiggins, the second draft pick.
0: Wiggins
2: gone. Yeah, I like Wiggins though too. But he gone, you know, bro. I want to see, see Wiggins. See, I thought I would like to see Wiggins on the Lakers, To be honest, bro, he just makes too goddamn much money. I would love to see him on L.A. Man, you know, he's Going an underrated. He's an underrated defender now, you know, and um, he still averages twenty a game. You know, maybe he's not the twenty-five point per game guy that we know, but as and still, he's twenty-four years old. You know what I'm saying? Like I think true. I think he better than I think he better than Cool. He's more aggressive. <laughs> you know?
0: I don't know about more aggressive. Because Cool's I mean, as soon as he gets the ball, he's shooting that Damn. Like he he don't swing the ball at all.
2: <laughs> I think he do more. I don't know. That that'd be I, I like I like Andrew Wiggins. I would just want to see him under, under you know underneath LeBron. I think LeBron could help him. So, I don't know. LeBron didn't want him in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, More, hey, they got a ring out of it though. Yeah, I, 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 I was against it though. After I was against that. So like, yeah, and then you got Braun. Like that'd have been nice. Yeah,
0: okay. I, I definitely like he wanted he wanted Kevin Love for some reason. He wanted
2: Kevin Love. Yeah, It worked though. Hey, listen, they got a ring out of it. And stuff, but your na- question now, since y'all asked me all the questions and stuff like that, okay. What alright, big you don't even know what you're gonna do if the Lakers win the title. I wanna ask to Corey. Like what would you do if the Lakers win a title, bro?
0: If the Lakers won the title after all this time, and just cause I remember where I was at the last time they won a the title. I was mm-hmm. I was I knew exactly what I was doing. But if the Lakers won the title, it's gonna be so surreal. Like I, I can't even like fathom like the Lakers winning this championship under these circumstances. Yeah. And I'm I'm probably gonna end up crying.
2: Where's my picture? I ain't got my picture. And I and, I, and yeah. I know
0: I I'm not even a big emotional person, but just by you know losing Kobe and and you know being under these circumstances and and them just being in the playoffs, I'm excited about that. Like I'm talking about the Lakers in the playoffs right now. Like it's been so yeah. long, like we haven't really been, like, relevant since your brother played for them. Because <laughs> they made the playoffs a couple times after he left, but, like, they haven't really done
2: nothing.
0: Yeah. They, they haven't really done anything. But now, yeah. like, they have a legit
2: chance. Yeah, they they tried they try with Dwight Howard and stuff like that, but a lot of people didn't like that Dwight Howard deal, right? But I'll ask you this question, right? Would you rather that Dwight Howard or that version of Andrew Biden that didn't even play? That thing I would have just been asked out.
0: No, I like this the White Howard. Yeah, I like, Dwight. Yeah, I like this the White Howard. I wasn't I just, really.
2: I just, I just wish it would have worked out more. You know what I'm saying? Like it was. I think it was a lot of miscommunication between camps, not players. That's just how I feel. Andrew Vidal just couldn't
0: stay healthy.
2: Yeah, there was he, always he, something going on he, with him. Oh man, like he That one off all year, he's the best in the league. That one off all year.
1: Yeah, he was. You know?
2: And when he broke the table was dope because I'm sorry to cut you off. Remember, he had some long arms. He had some unusually long arms to be seven foot. You know, a lot of seven footers' arms are not long like this. You know what I'm saying? Except for Giannis, like the only one. But, but Andrew Bond could get a lot of dunks. You know what I'm saying? Like he he didn't just get the rebound, strong layup. Uh, he had a lot of dunks down there, man. He, was, he would have been really dominant, man. man. it's unfortunate. Like I w- I won't call him a bust. He had a great he had a great career, but you know, injuries just just robbed him. So it was really unfortunate.
0: Man, when. I, he gained my respect when I seen him go up against Shaq. Like he got in Shaq's face.
2: Yeah.
0: He like, like he was not letting Shaq bully him like everybody else. Like that right there, I said, okay, we got us, we got our center now. Yeah. You
2: well, know, and then think about this: when you put that move on Shaq, that was a veteran move that he did on him. Then. He was a rookie. I love that video.
1: He boom, he get out of did my did way, did boom. Shoulder.
2: He showed it and kicked the shit out of Shaq, and then dunked on him, yo. Bro, like,
1: hey, but Shaq, Shaq didn't like that. Yeah. Didn't like that. Hey, but Shaq, but Shaq got him the first time, though. It was nasty, though. But I like how bottom did that, though. You know, but let me ask you this, Daniel Test. Um, Why what you tell the whole name?
2: Just say Daniel, man. He's my friend. fault. My fault. My fault. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my fault. My fault, man. Do um, <laughs> you think uh, today's big men are soft?
2: nah it, i I think that these big men are more skilled though mm-hmm. you know I'm, I don't think I don't think they're soft anymore like you, it's the it's, it's the league man it's not the players it's the league you know the players always be wanting to play more physical and stuff like I remember when um it was Zach randolph and I forgot it was Zach Randolph and somebody and they they brought the refs together like, yo, we want to play physical, don't just call everything and stuff like that you know what I mean, but these players they want to play physical it's, it's just the league they want to protect the listen when you're paying these players, you know like I'll tell you this. My brother's biggest contract was a six-year, $42 million deal, right? Mm-hmm. And I was considered it a big deal back then or whatever. They motherfuckers is making that in a year. You know what I'm saying? You got to protect that. You know what I'm saying? So I understand, you know, why, you know, NBA is what it is. Now, Now, when when player, when people would say, you I miss it like the 80s, no. Nobody wants to play that type of basketball. I don't want to see nobody getting clotheslined and getting hurt. Now, I miss the physical play, like the intensity, but not like the whole other, like the Lakers self-serviaries, like Kurt Rambis getting clotheslined and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like people people always say that. I'd be like, "Yo, you must never really play basketball. That's not how basketball is played, anyway." You know, play like the everybody just played hard. It's just like the rules just changed. They made it more for the offense and stuff now. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's just all that is. It'd be funny because I'd be having I'd be having talks with people that play basketball, right? And um, and then they say they say they um they wish the NBA was as physical like it was back in the day. But I'm like, hold on. When you played against me, you complained to the referees that I was playing you too physical. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, Corey. I don't understand, man. Because like you, you missed the eighty, mm-hmm. but you complained to the ref to me, yeah. and you played about me to a referee when we were playing physical. So you know, what yeah. I'm saying like, hey, whatever. <laughs> I seen your highlights,
0: man. You was, you was yeah. nice with it, man. Like
2: small you ball, paint, 10, man. Beast. Listen, if I had a jump shot like T.J. Tucker. I'd been perfect because I had way more scoring ability than PJ Tucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had way more. I had way more scoring ability than PJ Tucker, but PJ Tucker, he got that jump shot though. Like he could shoot that corner yeah. three. Yeah, he could shoot that corner three. Man. And I appreciate him. Like he's tough a yeah. you know, six five playing the center, going up against Anthony Davis and stuff, making it hard for Anthony Davis. Yeah. You know, Anthony Davis, you gotta get strong, you gotta work on your lower body. because you cannot be, you know, like my rule is this, because you know, I'm six four, six three or whatever. And if I'm playing against a guy taller, we're gonna do. I'm doing my work early. When I say when I do my work early, if, if we score, I don't run all the way back on di knee. will meet you at half court, and then we just going, we just going to do the dance and stuff. And I have a rule where you can't get two feet in the paint, so you're gonna to have to post up out there mid range. And like like mm-hmm. if, if PJ Tucker was doing Anthony Davis, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Davis just so goddamn skilled offensively. Yeah. Like like he 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 earned it, but he still I still want him to get stronger. I still want him to. I want the Lakers when they're running the floor like that. I want Anthony Davis to run straight to the paint, post up, and kill him right there, and then get to the basket.
0: Anthony you know? Davis like he got some dribble moves. Like he can put the ball on the floor too. Yeah, like, like that's you know he he not like no traditional big man like he yeah, he, he got exactly. a lot of he got he a lot of tools game. in the toolbox.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't he don't he don't have a post game. And stuff. It's okay because that's the era of basketball now. He don't have a post game and stuff. You know you can't really yeah. go ball down there to him like yo go go get me go get it for me. You can do it with Embiid and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying I think Embiid is the only one that pretty much have a post game. Besides, uh, well, Kyrie Irving has a post game and stuff too. A lot of these guards have post game. Like I don't understand why Westbrook don't post up. Westbrook was really good at Oklahoma City posting up. Remember that year when he was having doing triple doubles? He was really good posting up. I don't understand. They should just Westbrook do not shoot threes, yo. Just, just, just play like Ben Simmons, yo, or something like that. Like you know, like I don't know what Westbrook you thinking. He. All he has to do is just change a couple of things, like if, like to make this series tougher. Because mm-hmm. I already know what he's going to do. Bro. He's going to have off and on games where he wants to attack and then he going to shoot. He going he going he going he going he going mess it up. I was like, yo, listen, just attack all day. Like, who can guard Westbrook on the way? Cause let's be real, honestly, like when he's attacking, y'all want y'all should be praying to your basketball guards that Westbrook is not attacking him. Now. Well,
1: you know, I think <laughs> Shigar guard West Westbrook. Lebron, Lebron should take the chance. Let me guard him.
2: Nah, don't. Hmm. Don't do that, cause you don't want to do get LeBron in foul trouble. It's okay. See, everybody like, go take the challenge this, take the challenge that. You know what I'm saying? Nah, don't get in foul trouble. Except for Giannis, Giannis could have draw Jimmy Butler during that little stretch. Yeah. Like. I think that time Westbrook is not really doing anything, so you don't want to waste. You don't want to waste two fouls on somebody that's feeling as bad at Westbrook right now. You know what, yeah.
1: what I'm saying? So yeah, you know. I mean? Lakers I, are two and zero in those mama jerseys They should run the rest of the playoffs.
2: I like those mom yeah. versions, too. Yeah, I'm I'm making a thing with it. this podcast. Mom, I'm making a thing about this podcast version of it with the black and the gold trim with the purple lettering on the inside. Yeah. I'm going to make one like that today. They're going to make one of them, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. You're right about Caruso, though. Caruso, he's just young, man. You know what I'm you're saying? Right. You I just, called just, it. He got to get ready. I always been right about Caruso. That's just how basketball is, man. It's different when the life is right. no matter if you're in a, an arena full of people or in the bubble, when the playoffs, the right, is different. Not saying that Caruso is playing bad. I think that he could, he's playing pretty good, but at the same time, you need your veterans to win. You know, what I'm saying it's okay. You know, Caruso he makes a really good difference on defense. So, like one thing, I am warming up to Caruso a lot more. I have been. Yes, I have been warming up to Caruso. Now, I like what he brings. You know, um, but I get it. He works well with LeBron, but who doesn't work well with LeBron? All Caruso's doing is giving him the ball. Like, oh, like, like. And when they be doing it, when they be saying that, I'm like, all he's doing is just giving LeBron the ball. Like LeBron is a very efficient player. The plus minus is always going to go up, especially if LeBron is rolling. You know what I'm saying? But like that's his basketball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like I like how he competes though. He do. He yeah. Do. Exactly. So he, he, he's. I'm warming up to him and stuff like that. I just kind of felt like, like he's just somebody that just dunks as a white guy and everybody get excited or whatever like that. Then when like KCP do the same dunk, uh-huh. it's just regular shit. I don't know. That's just my opinion, Corey. I mean, you know, you probably understand where I'm coming from. You got the final call back there behind you, so yeah, you definitely know where I'm coming from, man. You know, yeah, what definitely, definitely. <laughs> I know, I know what
0: you're talking about. I know exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah, you're talking saying.
2: saying. So, like, I don't think like 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 Guru's so He's good, man. But the, the hype is this. I don't want the hype to hurt him, like because it can hurt him. But you know how it is with our fans, man. Come on, that fans wanted. Well, hold on, y'all was high on Darius Morris until he didn't pan out. Y'all was high on remember Andrew Gowlock, yo. Yeah, yeah, I remember, him, yep. yo? yeah. He was until, he was until it, until it didn't work out. He was nice though. He was he, nice. Was. he was nice though. Well, was I was good. high on
1: Ryan Kelly, but he didn't work out.
2: Like Ryan Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Then then once they once it goes down, y'all y'all, y'all foul. Both of y'all. Y'all fans foul. Jody fouled. Meeks.
1: Y'all yeah, oh, know. Wait, Joe, Jody, Jody Meeks. Meeks, Jody Meeks though. He, he was, was cool. good
2: though when yeah. out, right? He had a, he yeah. had a year. Yeah, he did. He could play. He had it like fifteen that year. He had it, didn't. He have like a forty point game or something like that. Yeah, Sasha
1: Buljaich. Oh, you remember well, him? Yep. Yeah. Wesley Math. Wesley Johnson.
2: Yo, you see now Wesley Johnson just got his own way. Yo, he was special on Syracuse, man. Yeah. I don't know if y'all ever seen him play in college. Mm-hmm. You never seen him play in college? I played, oh, I've seen him
1: play.
2: He's yo, yo, that dude was special, man. He was special. He was. He was super special. I'm like, yo, I see why. I thought that he should have went number one in his draft. Yo, he had everything but it also shows to show you the goal to show you the level of NBA players man like like the level of athletes that's in this league you know what I'm saying like think about it you got guys like that don't really get that much playing time that don't get that much recognition like like Derrick Jones Jr. you see how he is when he's running and jumping and stuff like that like you know like it, it, it's crazy like that it's crazy like um they got a guy from the Knicks named Kenny Wooten Jr. Look up his highlights on YouTube to see what he was doing in the G League and stuff like that. Like he it's just the athlete the athletes is crazy. I mean when I played in the summer league and I'm like, oh shoot. Like, you really gotta I really gotta like, you know, dig deep within myself and be like, all right, cool, because yeah. so I wanna because what's the channel, yo, what's the channel did a move on me? He went by me, he dunked and I looked at I was like, Oh shoot. I thought he was gonna lay it up, he just dunked it. I said Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. This is man, what was. The channel was nice
0: with Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, um, Xavier oh, Henry. Yeah, yo, Xavier Henry. That's a perfect name, too. He was so good in college, man. Hey, Corey, you ever seen Xavier Henry play in college? You never seen him play? All athletic. All athletic guy. could shoot all the stuff. Like, even, like, Devontae Graham, you know what I mean, from college. You know, he was a beast at Kansas, but his role to the NBA was wrong. It was different. Now, look, he comes into the league, averaged four points his first year. Last year, he averaged 18. Like, the NBA is luck, skill, opportunity. You know what I'm
0: saying? I agree with that,
2: yeah. Yeah. It is, man. You got, like, shoot, who's the case in point? When you talk about opportunity, Jeremy Lin is the best case to make. Mm -hmm. Think about it. For for, for, for 23 days, Jeremy Lin was the best player in the league because he had a green light. You give any NBA player that type of shot, you give them any type of shot, they're going to make something of it.
0: Because Melo nice. was injured. Melo was injured, yeah, so he yeah. got an opportunity.
2: Yeah, opportunity. Think about it. Who else? Who else had a career because of uh, because they got a chance? Hassan Whiteside.
1: Whiteside, yeah. He was in Sacramento with Boogie Cousins and Jason Thompson.
2: Think about that. He wasn't doing nothing. Mm-mm. He played one game, like two years. Then he goes overseas, comes back, and he plays with Miami, and then the rest of history and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But Whiteside always been that good, though. Mm-hmm. See, now, Whiteside in college, when he was at Marshall University, he was doing this stuff. But he had Man. attitude problems and stuff like that. You know? um, So, that's why he didn't really make it. I mean, he didn't engage. He didn't engage. sort started a real iffy. Now, we
0: Ooh,
2: think about if he was still in Miami. See, but Damn. he had a problem. See, you want, the Whiteside that's in Portland, you want that Whiteside in Miami. You know what I'm saying, but I think that he didn't want to play behind Bam Adebayo, man. You know,
0: nah, he wouldn't play behind
2: him. He's not starting over. him because Bam Adebayo is not a four either. He's a five. One of my I favorite. Like I like Bam. I like Bam.
1: I like one of my favorite big men on Lakers when he was on Lakers. Uh, was Torque Black loved his energy.
2: Yeah, another one. Torque Black in college, he was the beast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he Ronnie, was a
1: beast. He was
2: Ronnie
0: Terry off.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> hold on. You guys see Ronnie Terry off against that? Did you yes. ever see how Ronnie Terry off played? Yes. No. Yeah. Yo, he was dunking on everybody. He had the two hand shake the rim dunk and stuff, man. I like <laughs> Ronnie Terry off. Oh, threw that
1: behind the back pass to him and he dunked it on Stephen Jackson. Yeah. Was it actually, it was Baron Cherry Davis.
2: Terry off. off was tough, man. Yeah, yeah I
1: like I like Terry off. I
0: mean, man, we've been through a lot going down memory lane with this team, man. <laughs> we've been through a lot. Yeah, so mm-hmm. a championship would be really sweet. Championship but. is the is, is combination of all these sleepless nights I've had with this team.
2: We're you know what's funny? I got, I got a story to tell, y'all. Okay. Y'all talk so bad about Robert Sacre, right? And I remember I used to go to Lakers practices, yo, and see Sacre the way Dwight Howard up, yo. I remember those days, yo. I remember seeing Sacre, like, just playing. like, But nobody likes Sacre, man. Like I was like, yo, Sacre is the practice shutting Dwight Howard down, yo. <laughs> 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 yo, I was like, Sacre really in here shutting Dwight down. And stuff, man. That was my dog right there, man. But you know, some people just they have their cup of tea in the league, and then they out. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how it. That's just how it is, and stuff man. We got definitely Dwight, crazy years. Though.
0: That year, the white like that, that 2012 year, 2013. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 just. I mean, I guess the LA lights got to him. You know, like his motor wasn't I mean, like it in Orlando.
2: I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've never really seen him out. When we go out and we went out to go party and stuff like that, I never really seen him out there like that, you know. But it's hard living in LA, though. I will tell you that much, man. It's it's hard living. And you, think about it: you a millionaire, you young, you got you, yo. That lifestyle is crazy, yo. Like I be, I commend a lot of NBA players when they just be chilling, yo, because that lifestyle is crazy. You have everything thrown at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have whatever you want. The girls, you know what I mean? The girls is coming around and stuff like that. Girls you never thought that you would ever have in your life, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. It's all right there for you. So I commend NBA players that be in big markets and stuff. And be, well, Indiana was tough, too. It was a lot. It was, it was like the same thing, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same thing. Really? In
0: Indiana? Huh? Indiana
2: was like that? Yeah. NBA city like that, man. You know what I'm saying? there's girls there's this temptation everywhere in the NBA, man. So it's not like, like all the pretty girls live in New York, LA, Chicago and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You go to Indiana, there's a woman there. You go to Oklahoma City, there's a woman there, like Boston, you know, like pretty much everywhere you wanna go and stuff like that. They're always around stuff. So. Yeah. I do think that the there shouldn't be an NBA team in Vegas. Now Vegas is crazy. And um where I met Big Baby Jonathan, it's not um San Diego crazy too, Yo, They only know NBA teams, man. Yeah. <laughs> They
1: need to stay, man. I was literally waiting for the Lakers to get there since three thirty PM that day.
2: This dude, Big Baby Johnson, sneaking inside the Lakers (laughs) event, (laughs) yo. Yeah,
1: (laughs) got kicked out at one time, but it's all good. It was crazy. They knew who who I was, like from my Twitter. So, even having got into a D'Ante Russell that year too. You did.
2: And speaking of him, I thought that he got kicked out of L.A. too too soon.
1: That's – that's Matt, Magic wanted to trade him for the cap
2: space. The cap space and whatever he – in that situation that happened, which we won't go into. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I thought that was that was too soon. You know what yeah.
0: I'm
1: saying? Yeah. But he left L.A., went to Brooklyn, and did he make the all-star team that same year or was it the next year?
2: Uh, Same year. Okay. But he was an all-star, though.
1: Yeah, he's, ta- he's talented, man. Um, yeah, but it is what it is. And shout out to Brandon Ingram, man. Most improved player. Salute to you, man. Well deserved. He would have never done that with the Lakers.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, he couldn't. He was coming off the bench, man. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, up even from- do that,
0: he even does that in New Orleans because when Zion plays, he doesn't play well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's man. only when it Zion
0: doesn't
2: play. It took him a while to, to, to actually play well with Zion. It took him a long time. It's Zion, yeah. Man, I just want Zion to lose that weight. And then hopefully, you know, come back strong and stuff because he came back out of shape as the bubble started. So he did. You could definitely
0: was. tell that he was getting winded. He could probably move up the floor. Yeah. yeah. Lonzo struggled in the bubble big time.
2: Yeah, that too. That took that. Yeah.
0: I don't know what happened to his shot. Like, he was, <laughs> his shot was coming along before they went to the sort uh, of bubble. And then all of a sudden,
1: he left his shot in New Orleans. My friend Vince has a question. He texted me, How do you think Lonzo would be with this Lakers team right now? He wouldn't Ooh. be playing.
2: You wanna be playing? Nah, I, I think he would play. He he play I don't know. I think I think he I think he will play.
0: He's good defensively. He did play pretty good with LeBron though.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that you got a guy that's not looking to score that's gonna pass the ball. I think I think that if he compete on defense. I, th- I think Lonzo would be fine. He would have been fine then.
0: He loved playing with LeBron, you could tell.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think they had to trade him in Ingram to uh, to make the money match. I don't think they wanted to trade Ingram.
1: Mm-mm. Go back and trade Kuzma, and then we get Ingram. No.
2: <laughs> if, if, if anything, true. Sure, I, I think the Pelicans wanted to try to team up Zion and AD, which would have been crazy. <sighs> oh, man,
1: cool, <laughs> oh, man.
2: I would have had a change of heart, man, true. Even if Zion would have been injured, I would have had a change of heart. Like, I don't know. Maybe I might have to stay, man, because the future. But AD, not- also, oh, AD, well, this is his eighth year, so I understand where he's coming from, too. He got a win. One- I didn't
0: think Drew Holiday was going to stay as long as he did after they got all that. I thought he was going to be down somewhere.
2: Yeah, they ended up giving him $130 million, so he's like, all right, I'll
1: stay. Boston's up 25 to 11 right
2: now. Oh,
1: oh yeah. Man. I'm going to have to go check that out.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So,
1: um, yeah, man.
0: Uh, man uh. Thank, thank y'all for getting on, man. No worries.
2: I mean, man, you already know the vibes, man. Thanks for having me on. You yeah, day? definitely. We got to make back
0: up again. Yep.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I I probably go on halftime of the Clippers game. Okay, All right, man, sure. let me know, I'll, yeah, right. I'll, I'll send you a, I'll just DM y'all the link on, on on Facebook. All, All right. right, cool. All right, peace. the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.